The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I am your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. I tried to do a normal one. I tried to think, like, how's a normal person just say uh, yeah. the introduction to, like, a normal, happy person? I thought about, I don't like, say I'm unhappy, just like, sure. Uh, it doesn't need to be weird just because I feel weird about doing it. Just you know like, how I mean? do you say your name? Yeah, I thought about like, do, what if I did like a howl in the middle of mine? See, it doesn't I, need to be that every s- single yeah. fucking time. Yeah, Listen, or it doesn't we, need we, to be we, that. We, we're near on five hundred. We can't. Yeah, keep, we should just we be comfortable escalating. Introducing the program. Uh, my name's Justin. I'm a person. I got two brothers. We do this show. Uh, just because I feel weird about introducing a show doesn't mean I have to make it weird while I'm doing it. It's, I, it's, hard, to, it's hard to get comfortable in my own skin. What with this weird you. hair everywhere, this new hair that everybody else is so excited about, but I'm yeah. so, so scared about this hair. I think as long as uh, you pubes, say it. Pubes and all? Yes. No, we, yeah. I think as long as you say it as a statement of fact rather than I'm Travis McElroy. Right, rather than I'm Travis McElroy. Don't make it sound like a question. Statement. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm I'm Griffin McElroy, and I do hate my pubic hair. <laughs> Griffin hates his pubes. I want to tell you guys a story. This is we get we often get into the email like a weird thing happened to me in the bathroom. What do I do? Am I good? Mostly. <laughs> That's like twenty eight percent of the questions we get. Yes. And so I would like to share my own, and I want to preface by saying it's not blue. This is not, it's not a blue story. It's brown. Okay. <laughs> okay, Griffin. <laughs> so, Justin, did you hear? Thank you. Um, I played the noise. So when, when Dad and I flew into uh, the, the Los Angeles airport for the Dungeons & Dragons live stream. A lot of weird but- bathroom users in there. Well, this was in in the LAX bathroom. There was a, a line, a men's room line, um, and I was at uh, I was nearing the front of the line. The person in front of me stepped to use the stall, and a, a I hope to God I presume an employee of the airport in a vest, I believe a turtleneck, and a they had a laminated badge stepped up, stepped in front of me, faced me, and said number one or number two. Okay, so hold on. They had a turtleneck on. Yes. Was it like a uniform? Was it like LAX uniform? You have to wear a turtleneck like a Steve Jobs? Oh God, I hope so. Like because the other the other option is just a a passerby said either A, I'm gonna help direct traffic, or B, I'm a big old bathroom pervert. <laughs> it's one of those two. And looked me in the eye, another human, another human being looked me in my human eyes and said, number one or number two. It could be both. It could be both a bathroom pervert and an employee. It seems like a great job. Oh, I thought you were saying a bathroom pervert. I thought you were saying it can't be num- uh, both number one and number two, as it always is for me. I can't have one without the other. And and so I said, 
num- number one, like without thinking, because oh, I was so terrified. And it was number one. It was I. It was number okay. one. And yeah. then this person uh, simply directed me, as I said, number one, a, 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 a urinal became open, and they directed me towards the urinal. And all I that's, could think is like, huh. that's what I would have done. <laughs> like I did. What? What purpose? Why did you ask but then, me? But then you look to the left, and you saw an old, old man just having a shit in the urinal. Now and you that's are, what you knew. I, I think what they were trying to solve for is a problem that happens in men's rooms all across this great land. Um, and if you traditionally go to a bathroom that only has toilets and no urinals, you wouldn't be aware of this. When you go in, sometimes there's a bifurcation of the line. So – there's urinals available, right. but no toilets available, and you're just kind of haunting oh, because, yeah, okay. it's going to so be like that. It's I going mean, down like that. And you have to, like, wave other people onto the urinals, like, go ahead. It's, yeah, that's, no, I'm just going to go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to wait for one of the little closets here. To while be I understand that, I still stand by that there is a better way to ask that question than number one or number two. I mean, it's a, it's... I will, y'all are giving this person way too much credit. This is a profoundly discriminatory, not inclusive thing, right? Like, not everybody goes number one in a urinal, so fucking chill out, partner. Also, the other thing is, Travis, you should have just said, like, um, (laughs) I, uh, I always forget what, which one they are, and I have to... (laughs) I have to make shitties. So can you tell me? I need me to which make one? dirt. I'm making a dirty mess. So can you tell me which one is it? It's I always easy. forget. Which one do I make dirt in? I already it's... made pissies on the plane and now I need to make shitties. Can you tell me which one it is? <laughs> if somebody said number one or number two to me, you know what I you know what number I'd give them? Thirty eight. That's my mm-hmm. age of the years that I have. That's yeah. my mm-hmm. number of years. Yes. And I'm just gonna go wherever <laughs> I feel like going. Yes. Then a big man with a big swirly gray mustache says, I'm a kindred spirit. I also make 38. <laughs> I also need to go 38. <laughs> and yes, then, let me ask you, how do you get it out of your belly button? <laughs> <laughs> how do you polish the tool afterwards? He, he steps into a stall and just tendrils start shooting out of it like the birthing scene in Men in Black. You hear steam like whistling <laughs> through some kind of steampunk device. Uh, Trav, you brought up uh, the Dungeons and Dragons thing. I know, I know you caught some FaceTime with some famos. I did, and I just want to know if you had any any like interactions. Did you get that? Did you get that it. Lillard stink on you? I did. He was nice. He was a very nice person, that Matthew Lillard. <clears throat> um, I uh, had a lot of fun playing the Dungeons and or Dragons. Uh, with everyone, people that I don't I met. give a shit about. Let me that. tell you about. Like, I really Joe I want to hear about famos or nothing. Yes, I want to tell you about Joe Manganiello, a yes. mountain of a person. Yeah, perhaps the the largest, just square footage wise, largest human being I have ever been beside. <laughs> yep, the fridge is what we call him. At one point, he stood in front of me and blocked out the sun. Like yeah. it, he he was. I'm I'm. Listen, I'm not the biggest person in the world. I'm 5'10", but I'm a fairly broad 5'10". And I felt like a tiny child in his presence. Like, I think he could have juggled me. Um, How many of of his big D20s just turned into 
ash in his hand when he just crushed it. Yes. With so many bones. I, I watched yeah, him try to eat a peanut butter cracker and it just turned to crumbs in his hand. And then he said, I'm, I wrecked it. And he started punching through buildings. Yeah. He's a fan. He's like a, he's a, he's a dad figure. Dad showed me a picture of him with, with him and I said, "Oh, two dads. There's my two dads that I have. Yeah, my dad and my real dad, my bio my big dad. dad, my big bone crushing fridge dad, <laughs> my big strong dad, and my regular dad." Uh, enough of this Hollywood bullshit. Thank you. Whoa, Let's keep- I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Wait, really? Yeah, I am gonna go to the bathroom. Number one or number Sorry. two? Number one. Uh, Justin. Okay, this has been so fun, but I'll just be right back. <laughs> I visited my grandmother over the weekend, and we started to watch a show together. We watched two episodes before I left and promised to text about the episodes as we watched them. Problem is, from the third episode on, there have been many sex scenes, some of which are relevant to the plot. How can I I binge binge a show and talk about it with my grandma when folks are blatantly getting it on? That's from Chase in Chicago. And folks... If you don't start sending in fucking relevant information in these questions, I'm losing my mind right now. How on earth would you think we don't need to know what the show is, right? What if it's mad about you? And I'm I'm supposed to talk about Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt. I've got all this great Reiser material, Reiser Mm -hmm. Shine, etc. Yes, and and I. I can't, I can't fucking do any of it because I don't know what show you're watching. Yeah, uh, there's yeah, there's a let's lot of pork in. I'm gonna email. I'm gonna email him. Yeah. I'm gonna email him. Email him right I'm now. Email him and let's find out if we get an answer by the end of the show. If it is mad about you, just send a uh, just just send mad about you question mark. <laughs> Twas it? Twas it? Twas it? Mad about you? Twas it? Um, first of all, don't be so close minded. Your yes. uh, mom's mom or dad's mom probably. I mean, they porked at some point, and that's why you're here. Right mm-hmm. in a round in a roundabout way, their porking led to uh, your parents' porking, which led even to if, even you. if your parents happen to be adopted by this grandparent, I guarantee they porked it at some point. They probably porked. Yeah, they probably yeah, they probably I, did pork. I, that's a good thing to say. That's one good thing. Is like I'm glad you did this. Probably, you know what I mean. Like I'm glad oh, that's that you fine. probably. I'm glad you probably did this because oh, otherwise I wouldn't be sharing this moment with you. Maybe like when you get to that sex scene, like text your grandma and say like, I really like this episode, but I was confused by that one scene where they seem to be just slamming their bodies into each other. What's yeah, that they, about? They were really slapping shanks and I'm not quite sure what uh, the purpose of that was, grandma. So tell me now. Yeah. What was even happening there? What's that? What, what is that? Did that hurt them? <laughs> they seemed to be in pain of some sort. I couldn't place it. Are they, they seem, okay? They seem to be laying down in bed, but very exhausted. So please yes. tell me why it was. Did they run? Are they okay? What happened? Is, is it a sickness? Justin, are you done drafting the email? Yeah, the email has been sent. All right, and now we Option, wait. Chase in Chicago. Option two, you text your grandma and you're like, I really like this episode, especially the part where they fucked. Or you no, could just—that's not—that's that's nothing. Bad. That's not helpful. Yeah. Sometimes that, you just say helpful. stuff that's not helpful, and it's okay. a joke of what how bad helpful it is. Then what would you do? I mean, unless it was like, you know, Skinamax. I bet there was stuff that happened in the episode that was not slapping shanks. But then you would worry, like, if you said, like, I thought the car chase was really good, and all that negotiation scene was so tense, and then Grandma writes back, like, "What'd you think about the fucking?" Then you are probably in the clear, and this question doesn't matter anymore, Travis. I would argue that that is best case scenario. Okay, then say, what if what if it's a little more subtle, and it's just like, what do you think about the rest of it? 
there and then a winky face emoji. And then a winky face and then and a maybe picture like an eggplant. An emoji of two ham shanks that are moving in together. So they're slapping together, one might Oh, say. I thought you let, like maybe got like an apartment together. Maybe like what about this? Oopsie snack time. Saying something like that to your grandma when the sex starts. Like, oops, oopsie daisy, snack time. I don't know if you're oh, sync syncing up your watch, are you? I don't know if you're it's... live texting it. Back <laughs> well, could, it could be asynchronous. That was what I imagined. Why else would you text? Just... Text about the episodes as we watch oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait a minute. I'm just going to get a bunch of fuck. I'll be middle of my day, and my grandma is going to be like, oh, man. Uh, I tell you what, The Rock has really got these ballers around his finger, huh? Anyway, I can't believe he went to this. Wait, like, did you I'm get an answer back? Random is, it text. is it ballers? Did you get the answer back? No, I don't know. It's just a guess. Okay. It seems the right. It's it felt good in the moment. Yeah, Grandma's Man, like I really hope that Ari and E hug it out. <laughs> like, I'm I'm we'll betting it's either ballers or entourage. That's my bet. You think it might be it's entourage? Definitely ballers. <laughs> it, uh, it feels like it's probably ballers. <laughs> okay, a, a show that may only. Ex- I feel like ballers. Okay, I feel this way about a lot of entertainment programming, but I feel this way definitely about ballers, where it's it's like a fake. Mm-hmm. It's like a yes. facade. Yes. Yeah. And if I walked in through the front, like on a soundstage, if I walked in through the front door of Ballers, it would just be two by four supports and paint, paint cloths and, 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 and everything. Like there's no actual show in there. Like you're not actually like they only shoot enough to do like the montage of please don't cancel your HBO because right. Game of Thrones ended. We got lots of other things. It's like at some point, like somebody said to Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like, hey, we're good friends, right? Will you come see my community theater production of Cats or something? And Dwayne The Rock Johnson said, uh, I can't. Uh, I'm in a new show that I need to film. And they're like, oh, what's the show about? And it's like, it's uh, called Ballers. And, and it's a real show. And it's definitely a real show. And then they're like, well, I, I can't wait to see previews for it. He was like, uh. And then he had to go to someone and say, please help me make previews, but we can't say what day or time it's on. We don't want people to watch it. And so it only exists in preview form. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so just a quick update. I am looking at a vulture recap of season one, episode three of Ballers, which would be uh-huh. the inciting episode. It's called Move the Chains. Um, And here's just a little excerpt from their recap. Thanks to this episode, I practically see Reggie's whole arc mapped out for the rest of the season. While he claims to be looking out for his boy Vernon, even telling Spencer he's mostly pissed that he wasn't consulted about the ideas that he had for his friend and his brand, we later learn that that's all bullshit. And more stuff, more stuff, more stuff. Next paragraph. But enough about Reggie. Let's get to Ricky smashing Alonzo's mom. So it seems like maybe it's oh, Ballers. Okay. It could be Ballers. Because I think episode three is the episode, if I... I remember correctly. Let me go through my notes. This is the one where Ricky does smash Alonzo's mom. So it could be ballers. Can you, can you know, just text your grandma about the artistry? Yeah. Right? I'm really believing this. This is appropriate. I love the lighting. Yeah. You know, like that kind of Oh, it that seems like thing. they hired an intimacy director. This seems very realistic. <laughs> is that a job? so intimate. Yeah. Is yeah. that a job? How do you think I'm feeding my family? Podcasts? Come on. <laughs> It's like a fight choreographer, Griffin, but instead of the two ham shanks punching each other, you choreograph the two ham shanks. Stop, stop. You guys know more about movies and drama and theater and the arts than I do because you went to college for some of that stuff. Yes. Is this a real joke you're telling me or is this dry Olive Garden pasta? No, this is a real thing. Uh, Intimacy director is hired to choreograph love scenes and really any kind of physical intimacy. (laughs) Love scenes. 
scenes? Yes, love scenes, Griffin. Not just love physical scenes. love, but perhaps other kinds of love so that everyone on, on set feels comfortable and that's it's important. realistic. I think that yes. that's important, right? Making sure everybody feels comfortable. I just am imagining somebody to be like, you guys know what Porkins all about? <laughs> yeah, I think the, that's the opposite of the making everyone feel the, comfortable. Griffin. The reason the reason Griffin had a hard time believing that intimacy coordinator is a real thing is because Rob Schneider did not make a movie where he stars as a, <laughs> right. I mean, because of the absence of the Rob Schneider movie, like the Pork Doctor or whatever the fuck he'd call it. This, I mean, it would be the sex sport, which is unfortunate. It's that'd be our us. brand. Yeah, it's for Travis, especially drug through the mud. But that's why <laughs> I'm believing it because it's not a Rob Schneider movie already. I just it went, now that you've explained why it makes a lot of sense. I think it's an important role. But my brain immediately went to uh, uh, so uh, you guys ever done kissing, <laughs> kissing? Uh, how about a Yahoo? Yeah, I love that graph. Thank you. I have a mini- I have a miniature one here. It's not going to be a good jump have for discussion. But when I read it, I laughed for like a minute straight. It made me very happy. Uh, Jack sent this one on. Thanks, Jack. It's Yahoo Answers user Greta with all caps. Greta, uh, who's a very recent member. Greta asks, "I have a TV that talk, but no picture." Huh? I have a TV that talk, but no picture. <laughs> My TV talks. My TV does talk. But it doesn't produce picture. It talks the sound of the show. I the thing is is I think it's easy to assume that you're hearing the sounds from TV, but Griffin, what if the TV just talks? Okay. Let's get talk. into this. Yeah. I've been watching the Americans and Carrie Russell sometimes speak American on that show. We'll speak sometimes we'll speak English, sometimes we'll speak Russian. But you're saying that it's the TV, uh huh? Saying it's just like hello, Greta. Huh? It could be the TV. We don't know. And for you're like sure. TV tr- because here's the thing: my Amazon Alexa talks to me sometimes. Yeah, what if this, this just true. went a step further and was just like, "Hey, Greta," and you're like, "Hey, TV, please turn on picture." And the TV was like, no. Uh, and you're like, what? <laughs> what? The, screen's all, the screen's all fucked up, but uh, uh, they're, they're in the big throne room, and the dragon seems very angry. And you know what? I do want actually my spin on the Game of Thrones finale, because it could be a softened sort of blow. Would you, would you like that? Would you enjoy that, Greta? Uh, no, TB. I think I'd just rather watch it. Could you show it uh, to me? This part's this part's dirty. <laughs> your mom, your mom told me to not let you see the dirty parts. So no, this no, part's TV, dirty. It's totally fine. My mom left, but before she did, she said, "And tell TB it's okay to see the dirty parts." So, so Greta's watching. It's really dirty though. <laughs> Greta's watching Ballers episode three. And fucking uh, Denny's walking up towards Alonzo's mom and starts to pull his pants down. And the screen just cuts to black. And Greta's like, "What the fuck?" And then Greta's like, uh, "He pulled he, he pulled his pants right back up. He pulled them right back up. He pulled them right and back up." And then he her, left. took her out for ice cream. Took her went to, took her to Wendy's. They got a frosty together. He took her he home. Said, he pulled Ooh, his pants up. He said, I, in it. How risque!" He, he pulled his pants up. And said, "I got to get to church." And then that was the end of the scene. Uh, so Did you have a real Yahoo. Uh, yeah, sure. Here's one uh, that was sent in by Jeremy S. Important science question. We're very good at these. Thanks, Jeremy. It's Yahoo Answers user Lana who does ask, what happens if you eat pudding mix and then drink a bunch of milk? Does it turn to pudding in your stomach? Well, not if you don't shake around a bunch. 
You gotta shake around a whole bunch. Shake Come your belly on. Uh, get one of those old timey shaky belts that they oh, have yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. like funny oh, TV shows about like how uh, whack old stuff was, and give it to jiggle and jiggle and jiggle you around, and then um, I guess you'll die. It's not. Yeah, you'll probably no. You'll be fine. I mean, first off. I bet it would taste pretty good in that same way that like that dirty way where if you get a big uh, chunk of uh, chocolate milk mix, you know what I mean? You I just like chew through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. I like that. I think that that's good. I don't like um, it. Really? Powder. Okay. It's powdery. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like the marshmallows. Okay. In chocolate milk mix? Yeah. Sometimes they have marshmallows in them. Do they? Seems like maybe you've never had chocolate milk mix, Griffin. I thought you said hot chocolate. You did not he think he said that. He didn't think he I said twice, that. He twice, he repeated I himself. I chocolate milk all the fucking, fucking time. Child. Uh-huh. When was the last time you had chocolate milk? Now. From a mix. From a mix. Right. Griffin. From a mix. Right. Uh, oh, you're having it now, I'm you right said. now. Should listen. Chocolate. You're loving it. Wait, what is happening? This is sonically, this is this this is sonically the worst part of I my life. I don't care for this at all. This one afternoon, this one May afternoon when I was thirty eight was sonically the worst thing that ever happened. Oh, that's weird. I thought you liked chocolate milk mix because that's the sound it makes. That's weird <laughs> that you fucking said that. The I've read the instructions for for pudding a lot. I've made my fair share of pudding, not to brag. Um, I made my fair share. <laughs> but of you pudding. prefer British pudding, the proper the Queen's pudding, no, a, a pud, a delicious pud. Listen, I love a pud, and I love we all the, do. Like, I love to make a pud. No, actually, uh, I, judging by the leftovers I have every Christmas, imperially, we don't all love a pudding. <laughs> oh, Some <I> people. <laughs> Some people would prefer to leave the pudding where it is and maybe eat the store-bought key lime pie I brought, I bought, too. Anyway, don't want to get hung up on a lot of Christmas angst. But uh, not once have I seen in the directions and also include a bunch of fucking stomach acid and bile into the into the equation. That's not part of the recipe. Just because you have two of the components doesn't mean we're not going to wang it with some extra ones. I also That's- would say, I while I appreciate... Uh, the the scientific nature of this question, you're missing out on the enjoyment of the pudding part. Like if this did work, you wouldn't mix it together in your tummy and then like say like mmm <laughs> like that that it that it would not become pudding. Now the, I have pudding. <laughs> right, it wouldn't become pudding at the point at which it is important that it is pudding, which is just if not more so prior to going in your mouth. Have you had pudding today? Not yet. But give me a second, and then I will have had pudding. Let me I throw myself had... down this set of stairs, and then I will have had pudding. Let me shake up my tummy. Right. Roll me down this this meadow, this buttercup-covered hill, and perhaps at the bottom of it I will have had pudding today. Put me in this big barrel and roll me over the falls, and then there will have been pudding the whole time. Put me in, Coach. I'm, I'm ready, ready to make pudding today. <laughs> there are very few foods where the flavor or texture of it isn't designed for the mouth. You guys ever think about that? Wait, what? There are very few foods <laughs> where the flavor isn't designed for the mouth. Well, the flavor and texture of it, uh huh, is designed to be enjoyed once it's in your belly. <laughs> yes. Like that's the peak of it, uh, right? Yeah. Um, there's booze. Yeah, that's one of them. But I wouldn't say that's a food. And I think if you do think that's a food, that sucks. But um, I would say any carbonated 
beverage where once again a beverage isn't a food i get that but where where you yeah, almost you guys are really throwing up burpees. some real fucking air balls right now some real bricks okay. you, you fill a person with milk you fill a p- person with pudding mix you shake them around they're full of pudding you know who i bet wishes that worked bears <laughs> <laughs> Bears and sharks. <laughs> F- got to. What are you eating, dude? Well, it's a guy, but it's also fudgy gushers. <laughs> it's a guy. It is a guy. Whoa, but, whoa, whoa. Uh, it's Did delicious. yours have this in them? This is so uh, This is a pudding boy. Did you guys not have pudding in yours? C- careful, Kevin. I know what to do. Stand perfectly still. No, Kevin. Here's what you do. <laughs> all right, so you're going to take all this Joe pudding bits. You're gonna eat it up good. Trust me, Kevin, it's the only way. It'll really drive me off or whatever. Oh, I hate that what you're doing. And then the milk, Kevin. Don't do all, it. All the milk. All the milk. All the milk. Keep going. Now, now shake it. Now do I stand perfectly still? <laughs> no, Kevin, quite the opposite. <laughs> you're gonna shake it like a Polaroid picture, Kevin. Just jiggle and jiggle. Bring all the boy bring all the boys to the yard, Kevin. Can I? Um, but I can I go? Uh, yeah, Dilly, you can go. You're not what I'm looking for. I'm out of pudding mix. Yeah, this is the only pudding mix I need. Munch, 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 munch. Yeah, and then the boy gets eaten. I wanted to jump over that part because it makes me sad. That part's sad, but the boy, but at the last second, the bear doesn't do it. Oh, he's got diet because he remembers he has diabetes. <laughs> oh, the last right. one he remembers. Oh, yeah. oh no. Ah, all right, Becky. Do you want a Yahoo? Another? Or, well, let's do another question real quick. Although we are third Yahoo, it seems a little bit unnecessary. We only do six Yahoos in a row. Let's do another question then. Here's a quick question. Whenever I get my hair washed at a salon, I close my eyes because I don't want to make eye contact with the stylist. Oh, perfectly normal. I'm worried the stylist will think I'm some perv if I close my eyes, but I'm also worried it'll be worse if I look. Oh, man. Uh, I sometimes close my eyes while getting a haircut for the same reason. Is that weird? Am I creepy? If you walked into a salon and saw someone with their eyes closed getting a haircut, what would you do? That's from Eyes Wide Shut in Shanghai. Cool. I don't know that we've ever had a question from Shanghai before. Yes. That's neat. I think, and I don't know, maybe, maybe uh, I'm in the, in the wrong here, but I think it's way weirder to be sitting there with, <sighs> with, because you have two options if you keep your eyes open. One, stare straight ahead, which yes. is after a long period of time, Weird. Two, weird. Track what they're doing with your eyes, which is even weirder. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. Eye contact. Unbroken eye contact. That's the that's third no one. good. Yeah. There's if the only no there's another way. Here's everybody on a monthly basis. You have to come to me and sit down in front of me, supplicating yourself to me while I touch your hair for a half hour. In this situation, there are. Infinite imaginable vectors through which things can become uncomfortable, right? I think that's fair right. to say, right? This scenario, getting the haircut, it can be very uncomfortable, which is why, like for me, I have had the ha- same hairstylist now for for a few years. It's like one of the longer streaks I've had with a hairstylist, and it is largely she does a great job cutting my hair. But the reason I decided to stay is because I had found comfort there. I had yes. found a routine mm. that was comfortable. It's a huge selling point. So I don't think we, I don't think this is, this is not like a travesty, right? Like this person closes their eyes when they get a haircut. I'm sure that your hairstylist has seen weirder things because it's an inherently strange human flaw that these weird, sticky, 
itchy things keep coming out of our heads and other parts of our body that we wish they just would stop for like a minute so I could get a handle on it. I think um, you've just made, uh, this is, I think, a fun thing that you could do to break the ice with the new uh, hairstylist. As you sit down and, you know, you, there's a little bit of tension, you know, because it's new and you don't want to talk about the first time they cut hair screaming pain. Oh, that's interesting. And, and, that, and then so you're both going to have a good laugh about that because they're going to jump or or you say like, OK, can I have a minute? And then you say an individual goodbye to each hair they've just cut. They make the second that cut. Could you be do good. it again. You yeah. repeat that over and over again. What if you have a bunch of little bones sticking out of your scalp? With your like mixed in with your hair, oh, that's fun. Just to mix it up, like your uh, King Koopa from the Super Mario Brothers movie. I, maybe you I have like a few that. double dare flat. Maybe you have a few double dare flags in there. Cool. And so as they're Ooh. digging around, they find one. You're like, you're going to space camp. <laughs> oh, maybe like as they cut it shorter and shorter, you've written a message on your scout oh, that says like too good. short, <laughs> too short. Too like, short. Oh no, start over. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> maybe one thing you could do. Would be to, as the haircut progresses, continually uh, compare yourself to other celebrities. <laughs> like, oh, nice, just like Eddie from the Munsters. Nice. Or, oh, nice, just like Patrick from SpongeBob. Like, just continually, he doesn't have hair, so that wasn't, like, ideal. But you get the idea. That's really great. Just like Lance Hendrickson in Aliens. I think giving the hairstylist an activity to do while they're cutting, as we are suggesting universally here, giving them something to occupy themselves, like a child on a road trip, is definitely the right way to go. So you can so so, so you can just close your eyes and mm-hmm. have a good anxiety nap. Mm-hmm. Here's here's all I'm saying. I used to talk a lot on this show about social anxiety, right? Before now, you got cool. <laughs> now, no, now I think there's, I don't think of people who have social anxiety and don't know what to say. I don't think those people exist anymore. You know how I label them now? People who haven't memorized 50 riddles. Ooh. If you have memorized, <laughs> hear me out. If you've memorized 50 riddles, <laughs> you'll never be in a conversation or a social situation where you don't know the perfect thing to say, because it's probably a riddle. One of your 50 That's gonna riddles, be yeah. One of the 50 riddles you know, one of them is probably mild, somewhat applicable to the situation. There's no such thing as comfortable and uncomfortable socially. There's people who are comfortable socially, and people who haven't memorized 50 riddles. So then... Because if you've memorized 50 riddles, that is going to be the perfect icebreaker. It's fun. What a fun brain teaser. While I'm cutting hair, I get to, like, you know, try to try to uh, uh, unravel uh, your mysteries. Right. I think it would be great to memorize some riddles. And then... Yeah, and added benefit, if you find somebody who has memorized the exact same 50 riddles as you, you marry unlikely. them. That's another okay. option. That's or you if, know. You, if you see your hairstylist for long enough that they, when they finally solve that 50th riddle, you can take their hands and look at them and say, thank you. And then you transform into a wind serpent and you fly out of the salon. Mm-hmm. And you never but go back. But then you're back, you're back a month later. With 50 oh. more and, hot new riddles. And you also bring their aunt back from the dead. Yes. That is, yes. But only if they get the riddles right. You yeah, don't get the dead course. ant back if you get 49 of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
for each ant stays dead. For each one you one you miss, another ant's gonna go because that's the wind yep. serpent's curse, and you should have known that before you agreed to take me on as a client at this Supercuts. You work at Supercuts, you should. That's day <laughs> one in the orientation. You work at Supercuts. I'm gonna lose a few ants to some cursed wind serpents. <laughs> that's just an animal, man. That's what they always say. You can't work at Supercuts without losing a few ants to a wind serpent. Listen. And it's unless terrible we curse. Get, <laughs> unless terrible. we want to get a, a second job at Supercuts, we're going to need to head to the money zone. Okay. Because we won't be making a podcast. Oh, right, right. right. Casper, they've got a new hybrid mattress. It combines the pressure relief of their award-winning foam with the durable yet gentle springs. Oh boy, when you lay on this, it's like you're sleeping on a giant's palm and that giant has moisturized consistently, but not too much. Right? You know, that's a perfect metaphor or simile or yeah, whatever. Yeah, not, not a wet giant. Not a wet giant. Not a wet giant. Just a perfectly balanced, moisturized giant. And this new innovation offers the best of both worlds, luxurious comfort and resilient support, just like a moisturized giant. And even with springs, these mattresses still come magically in a box that simply arrives on your doorstep, just like a giant's hand. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial, just like a giant's hand. So basically, these mattresses are as much like a giant's hand in the real world as you will find anywhere. And you can get $100 towards select giant hands by visiting casper.com slash brother and using brother at checkout to buy one of these giant's hands to sleep on. That's casper.com slash brother and using brother at checkout, $100 off select giant's hands. Terms and conditions apply. You guys know about stamps? These things are like very, very, very small sticky hands. When you put them on a letter, it lets the Uh post office know that this letter's Good to go, baby, and they will take it where you need it to go. But only if you use the right small sticky hand, like you might mm-hmm. find on a rat in a sewer. Okay. Uh, every stamp that you get from stamps.com is like a rat's hand from the sewer. And you put yes. it on your letters, and it's great. Stamps.com is a very wonderful time-saving tool for a small business. We own several of those. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the rat hand store, which is what mm-hmm. I call the post office, yes. and it saves you money with discounts you can't even get at the rat hand store. So rathands.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. rat hand store right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices or an online seller shipping out products or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, stamps.com can handle it all with ease. You just use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. With stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class rat hand and up to 40% off priority mail. So right now, our listeners can get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage, and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in my brother. That's rathands, that's stamps, that's rathands.biz or stamps.com. Enter my brother. Probably just stamps.com, though not the other one. It was a joke and a pretty fucking good one if I'd say it myself. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. No problem. These are real podcast listeners, not actors. What do you look for in a podcast? Reliability is big for me. Power. I'd say comfort. What do you think of this? 
That's Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go? They came out of the floor? And down from the ceiling? That can't be safe. I'm upset. Can we go, Dale? Soon. Jordan Jesse Go, a real podcast. There's just a bug in the studio. Yeah, somebody get that. I want to munch bugs. <laughs> I want to munch. First off, it was dead to me on Netflix. <laughs> cool. Cool. I'll just say cool back. Cool. <laughs> um, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I Okay, so this is a weird situation where I heard about this when it was first making the rounds, and I it was like such a munch squad that I had somehow assumed that it had been, like I had already done it, like once I'd heard about it, it just seemed like, oh, certainly I, I've already done this, right? Certainly I've already done this, um, but that I I haven't, and so it's Garfield eats. <laughs> uh huh. This is is this the concept of the orange cat we all love? The orange cat is in it, and it's He's just the concept it. that he does consume food for calories and power. Yes. He's in it. He's in this one, okay? And it's Garfield Eats. Introducing, it says here in the subject line, the world's first Garfield mobile app restaurant. Wait, what is that? Love me, feed me at Garfield Eats. It's the world's first Garfield mobile app restaurant. So that means that when they decided to do it, they had to see... Has anybody else done a Garfield mobile app restaurant? I can't believe and they the answer is no. Rush. I know. They were the first ones to pioneer this did, at Garfield Eats. Did you say love me, feed me? Love me, feed me mm. at Garfield Eats. Does it say that? It's still the, sub, it's the subject of the, it's the headline of the press release. The headline of the press release says, like Frankenstein oh. would say, <laughs> love me, feed me, Frankenstein eats. Or like Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors might Another say. option. Uh, you all are getting, it's not that you can't see the forest for the trees. There's like a big sign outside that's like trees ahead and you've stopped there. Okay. Like you need to come with me, okay? Garfield is, this is how this press release fucking starts, okay? Garfield is the most read comic strip in the world. You know that Garfield eats. <laughs> Holy shit. I what? do know that's that. That's the first Garfield is the most read comic strip in the world. M Dash, you know that Garfield eats. I remember that a about lot. him. A lot. Oh. That's a whole sentence. A lot. The fabulous, funny that inspired. The what? Certainly they meant to say feline. Certainly they meant to say feline, but they don't. They say the fabulous, funny 
that inspired books, <laughs> movies, and TV wow. shows. Feed the fabulous funny. Ma- Love him. <laughs> the fabulous funny is about to mark uh, its 40th year. This sounds like how John refers to Garfield if they were like old Victorian lovers. Oh, my fabulous funny. Uh, <laughs> this, it's about to mark his 40th year on the comics pages. So it's apropos that Garfield eats a new innovative mobile app for entertainment and ordering food will make its debut in the world. What the fuck do you think apropos means? <laughs> what do you think apropos means? That 40 years of Garfield being on comic pages is apropos to do a whole restaurant about it. Garfield Eats is a new food experience brought to you by the world's first intergaging app. Stop. What? 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 Stop. You're the Garfield restaurant. You don't get to make up that word. That also, once again, sounds like some of the most steampunk shit I've ever heard. It is going to We must apply force to the intergage if we want to power our steam zeppelin. I don't want to do anything else other than this press release. This is the the first sentence of the second paragraph of this six paragraph long press release. It's the world's first intergaging app, mm. and it is an entertaining and engaging mm. app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck! It's a. It, it's a. It is a. It's entertaining and engaging. It's both entertaining. This is entertaining me, but not engaging me. It's an entertaining and engaging app that replaces the quick service restaurant with the quick mobile restaurant. Okay. Not a QSR, a QMR. The app immerses the user in a complete Garfield experience. Holy. Wait. How much longer do we have in this episode? Because I'm starting to feel like this may be it. Now, Justin, before you continue on with any details, they're just kind of... Oh, I'd love to take a break, Trev. Let me... Hold on. Let me pull over the car. They're, okay. they're just throwing out that word complete with a lot of bravado, huh? Because to me, yeah. a complete Garfield experience does involve like a costume and maybe a giant house that makes me feel like the perspective of a tiny kitty. Maybe even a box of dirt I'm supposed to shit in. Yeah. Unless I can experience this app through the Oculus Rift, mm-hmm. I don't think this is a complete Garfield experience. I'd love that to be true, but I don't. I don't think that that's accurate. It's a quick mobile restaurant. The app immerses the user in a complete Garfield experience, offering cartoons and augmented reality. Holy shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cartoons and augmented reality and food. (laughs) Because it's a restaurant. one remember how it's a restaurant because yeah. it still is and it's got that too because it's intergaging yeah garfield eats by the way is stylized no space eats is all caps so that's powerful fucking cool it's very fucking cool it's like a it's a very punk rock of spelling garfield eats um so <clears throat> uh on the menu delicious healthy Farm two plates, and here they have in parentheses F2P. Uh-huh, <laughs> this is uh-huh. a free-to-play AR Garfield experience. <laughs> you can fucking have this this fucking fresh kale that just came from a half mile away while you put on your Google Glass and have Odie's big, powerful feet step on and crush you, baby. Now, we um, should warn you, there are microtransactions. I didn't even finish the, let me finish the clause. On the menu... 
delicious, healthy, farm-to-plate lasagna, of course, and pizza, shaped like Garfield, what? and baked in a wood-fire oven. Off, uh, ordered through the app and delivered quickly to anyone in Dubai. <laughs> oh. Justin, you just, I have never been so quickly deflated. I know, I know. I can't fucking believe you. What you just did, what I, you just did was treasonous. <laughs> it was treason. Order through the app, it is delivered quickly to anyone in Dubai. Also, this is a sentence. Also, because Garfield loves his coffee, enter the Garfuccino. Made with 100% Arabica coffee from Italy. It's an international affair. The the word Garfuccino is the grossest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Like, if you told me that was a euphemism for vomit, I would be like, oh, man, I got to go Garf. I have I'm a Garfuccino all over this place. I've got a running list of substances I would least like to drown in. And Garfuccino has just rocketed up the list. Especially when you consider that one of my favorite, like, uh, abomination words, Dunkachino, is such a great word that I love saying. Yeah, and they then- were so close. Garfield eats co-founders. Uh, oh, no! Are they okay? No, oh, man! That's too bad. No. <laughs> Sorry. Garfield eats co-founders Nathan Mosry and Pascal Heider were born well after Garfield's rise to fame. But both were fans of the cartoon growing up. What the fuck could that possibly matter? <laughs> Knowing Garfield's so they're legit. For These aren't your bandwagon Garfield. Oh, no, it. they know they're going to get the brand right. Knowing Garfield's penchant for Italian food, they thought Garfield would be the perfect pitch man for their brand of scooter pizza. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that he's a fan of Italian. We never see like we never he's see lasagna. scenes of him like at a fancy restaurant enjoying like. A, a, like bolognese or something like he you're gonna let you're gonna lose this because his favorite food's lasagna all right you're gonna lose no this. i know that but his favorite food's lasagna that doesn't mean like he's a fan of a tight just means he really likes lasagna yeah their vision is to make the ordering of food fun and easy utilizing modern technology you can use voice recognition to order here's the thing how frequently do you have to order from the Garfield Eats app before you're like, I don't have the time to type this every time I want lasagna. I'm going to need to start speaking and just rolling the if dice. If I could have a button like one might get from Amazon, then I would have right. that with just a picture of a Garfield-shaped pizza on it that I could push. No, I, you, no, I sold my phone. I got an Amazon Dash button for Garfield pizza, and you know what, scooter pizza. What really sucks about that is when I'm watching my, my, my television stories... And one of the characters on the show says, boy, I'd love to have a scooter deliver me a Garfield-shaped pizza in Dubai, which happens in most of my shows. Yeah, it's gonna that's, send that's off a false... happens eight times in Baller's episode four. That's a false positive. That sucks. And I, maybe I don't want to go. Of course, I am always going to want a Garfield-shaped pizza. That shit's hilarious. Yeah, uh, by the Garfield... way, if you're wondering, I looked it up. Garfield-shaped pizza is like the, the outline of his face, which looks to be an impossible shape to roll a pizza out into. So mm. every one of these motherfuckers must be like hand shaped into yeah. his face. Nice. Uh, um. So, uh, okay. So Garfield eats will adhere to, and I'm sure this was everyone's concern. 
uh, adhere to strict F2P guidelines mm. on supply sourcing, guaranteeing no GMOs. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Uh, no preservatives. No That's artificial Garfield colors. modified organisms. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't fucking licked anything. Uh, no artificial. No artificial colors and no fertilizers. I mean, I should hope not. That would be a weird topping as these things go. They'll also use rechargeable electric scooters to deliver the food in rebox packaging that can be repurposed. Okay, anything can be repurposed. What's the Venn diagram? Of people out there who are so excited about, like, is there, is there, how big is the overlap between, like, yes, listen, of course, of course I want to eat a Garfield-shaped pizza or maybe even Garfield-shaped lasagna, I'm not sure, but only if it is sustainably sourced and eco-friendly. Farm Otherwise, to table. Yeah. F2P. Free to play, um, no loot boxes, no pay to win. Here's something that's just a whole. There, you guys know what a nut graph is? Sure, Griffin, you probably know that from journalism. Right. Right. There's a nut graph. It's the paragraph in a press release that's so good that you can't not have a cum. <laughs> now, a nut nut graph is a thing that you like. If you're a reporter, you like save. It's like anytime you need to talk about this thing, like you can put this in and nut right anyway. there. So the nut graph for Garfield, and this is a paragraph I'm assuming is in everything Garfield related. From here to eternity. Nearly 40 years ago, on June 19th, 1978, Garfield was born on the comics pages. The mastermind of cartoonist Jim Davis, that's not what that means. Garfield no, or, is a humorous strip. Let's entertain the possibility. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Jim, Jim Davis not Jim, exist? Jim Davis was the fictional creation of the Orange Lasagna Cat Garfield. <laughs> Whoa. Garfield is a humorous strip. And you know what? Humorous is just about right, huh? That really gets... It doesn't say riotous or funny. No. Humorous. <laughs> it says it's humorous. It's definitely not sad most of the time. <laughs> it's this, un, this unsad strip. Except sometimes it is very sad, though. I will most say that. Of the it is time. very sad. Garfield is a humorous strip centered on the lives of a lazy, cynical orange cat who loves lasagna, pizza, coffee, and his remote control. His owner, the long-suffering John Arbuckle... <laughs> And Odie, a sweet but dumb dog. So, it, <laughs> can you? Okay, but here's the thing, Travis. Here's the thing. This is five paragraphs in. I'm excited about this idea. I cannot is, wait to find out who this Garfield character is. Right? Who the fuck is Garfield? <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. I love all of it. F2P lasagna for sure. Who the fuck is Garfield? I cannot wait to find out about this lasagna cat. <laughs> I want pins and needles about who Garfield is. One thing, oh my god, my checkbook is out. I'm loving it, but who's Garfield? <laughs> it gets it actually ends on an even higher note. Garfield's creator Jim Davis said he was delighted with the concept. Here's a quote In 40 years, no one has ever come to me with a better thought out plan to deliver great food in a fun Holy and engaging shit. way. <laughs> really. <laughs> Jim Davis in Jim Davis's life, one component of it is people frequently come to him with plans to deliver great food in a fun and engaging way. No, 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 none of you. He can't even look at his Twitter DMs anymore. It's just fucking. So here's the thing, Jim. It's called the Gar Ferrari. No, it's a Garfield shaped Ferrari, and you bring in kids love it. Listen, when I created Garfield, 
like a half a century ago, I did so with the dream of one day turning it into an F2P home delivery food intergaging experience, and you have not found it yet, sir. So you take this this garbage and you bury it in a box of dirt where it belongs. So you can go to GarfieldEats.com and and find out uh, more about that. I'm very disappointed because I wanted to get the Garfield Eats app on my phone. I think it's only in the UAE. But if you search Garfield on the App Store, here's what you get. Garfield Rush, Garfield, uh, My Big Fat Diet, My Talking Garfield, Garfield Survival of the Fattest, Garfield Snack Time, Garfield Go, Garfield Food Truck, Garfield Daily, Garfield Walk. This is all the Garfield apps that there are. So there's a lot of those. Wowsy bowsies, my boy. This website, GarfieldEats.com, is a good one of the websites. This website, Justin, I would, this website, it's a good website. In this website, you've seen lots of websites, folks, because the internet's been around for a bit. In this website, they do have a picture, and it's half just Garfield's face, but then the other half is what looks like an asparagus and broccoli pizza. So it's almost like he is a, I'm going to say Pizza Morph, which is a new series from Scholastic that I'm very excited about, in which famous cartoon cats do turn into pizza. This website is so fucking good, Justin, I'm losing my mind. It's I think very, we've been looking, we've talked uh, behind the scenes a lot about trying to find that perfect excuse to do a Dubai live show. And maybe this is it. Maybe this is, maybe we. it's not, we don't go to the live show and happen to eat some Garfield shaped pizza. We go eat some Garfield shaped pizza and happen to do a Dubai live show. <laughs> there is on the website. Because they did it in Canada too. It is in Canada, so it is. Well, we're never going to Canada. Let's let's admit that. (laughs) Canada. What's that? There's a there's a video, um, on the website that has 371 views. It was released May second, so this is off the presses. It is on the Garfield Eats website and is a three minute and forty four second long video of Jim Davis talking about. Garfield eating while he holds a stuffed Garfield Fuck and yes. cartoons of Garfield yes. play behind. Wow. That's a video that you can go see at GarfieldEats.com if you want to scoop that up. Griffin, if you wanna um if you could edit in like ten seconds of the audio from that, I think we'd be cleared to it. Uh just to like get a little bit of that heat. Okay, don't here. tell Jim. Garfield eats. I think that's been pretty well established. His lifelong love affair with pasta and pizza is legendary. In fact, if Garfield could dream up the perfect restaurant, it would feature lasagna and pizza. Well, Garfield's dream has come true, and it's in the form of a new innovative concept restaurant. Take care of the cat, and the cat will take care of you. And I'm on the website now. There is a little chat box where you do want to talk to customer service. So I did ping them, hoping to ask, like, are you planning to spread to the States anytime soon? So I said, hello. And then the the bot responded, oh, it's you. Thanks for chatting us up. One of our friends will be, one of your friends will be happy to reply to you in a few seconds. Give us your name and number. We'll call you back. And then I panicked. Uh, Hard pass. I panicked. I said, my name's Derek. And then customer service immediately responded, we are experiencing large volumes of chat messages. I'm sure, yeah. Please leave your mobile sure. number or find our social media page called Garfield Eats app for updates, offers, and more. Call us anytime by clicking the call us icon for every order. You will get free pause to unlock. <laughs> Guys, you will get yeah. free pause to unlock 
Goopons and Garfield exclusive series. I don't series. think you meant to do that. I don't think you meant to do that. Guys, I don't think this is Groupons misspelled because why would they give out Groupons? I think this is Garfield coupons is an experience that they have a currency that they have titled Goopons. <sighs> there is a fucking okay guys this is gonna sound like a joke but it's not a joke so this rebox thing you can um and not it's not rebox how it sounds in your brain when i say the words it's re hyphen B-O-X, right? Rebox is a thing where you can reuse right. the packaging that your food comes in and they have videos for how to do it um, uh, on the website. And there's a video that is 20 seconds long that says how to transform your Garfield cup, your Garfield Eats cup into a pencil holder. Wow. And here are the instructions. Yes. The instructions are this. Number one, use this as a pencil holder. That's oh, that's it. Oh boy. That's it. Oh boy. That's it. You've made me very happy Garfield Eats. Thank you Garfield Eats. Please come to West Virginia. I will start a fucking I will start a a branch here. I will buy a scooter. I will just you can franchise here, please. Please I'll do anything. This has been our program, my brother, my brother and me, an advice show for the modern era. We hope you've enjoyed how long we talked about Garfield Eats. If you live in Canada you and you don't get Garfield Eats, you're a criminal. So uh, I want to thank John Roderick and Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. You can find a link to that. Uh, well, shit, I always do that. Uh, you can find that. I mean, you can find it anywhere. You can find that album on Spotify. You can find that album on Amazon. You can find it on coolalbums.fart. You can find it wherever you get your albums. I don't know. Because I'm not watching you. And also thanks to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. They have a bunch of great shows like uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself and Beef and Dairy Network. And um, uh, Can I Pet Your Dog and a whole bunch more. All good shows. Uh, We have other stuff at McElroy.Family, including uh, some still some tickets to some live shows coming up, including a tour we're about to do in Nashville and Indianapolis. That's coming up in just a couple weeks. So if you live there, uh, come see us. We're doing Mabim, Bam, and Taz uh, here in the middle of June. So you can find links to that at McElroy.Family. And you'll find all our other shows and video shit there, too. While you're there. Also, uh, you will see other shows we're doing uh, for The Adventure Zone. Graphic novel book two is coming out. I believe it comes out uh, July, what, 16th, 17th? Uh, One of those two days. Um, And we're doing a book tour like we did last year for it. We're going to be uh, in New York, uh, New York City at the Town Hall Theater. Justin, Griffin, and Carrie are going to be there. Uh, And on the same night, July 16th, Dad and I will be in Portland, Oregon at Revolution Hall. Uh, and then on the 17th, Griffin and Justin will be in Austin, Texas at the Paramount Theater. And Dad and I will be in Los Angeles, California at the Ace Theater. And then on July 19th, we, uh, me, Dad, Justin, Griffin, and Carrie will all be at uh, San Diego Comic-Con at the Balboa Theater. You can get all those tickets as well at McElroy.Family. Uh, and speaking of the book, even if you can't make it, go to theadventurezonecomic.com and you can pre-order book two now. Uh, the Adventure Zone book two, uh, Murder on the Rockport Limited. Uh, it's really, really good. And you're going to love it. I hope you like it. You will. You will. There's no hope about it, Griffin. It's even better than the first one. And Whoa. yeah, it's great. You're going to love it. Angus is in it. And Angus is great. Everybody's got different tastes. 
They're gonna sure. love it, Griffin. Okay. So everybody Good likes point. different stuff. That's just a fact. Here's a final Yahoo, and this one was sent in by... Oh, also merch. Merch is check, there. Check out our merch, macroymerch.com. Merritt Palmer sent this one in. Thanks, Merritt. It's Yahoo Answers user. They're anonymous. Uh, so I'm going to call him Garfuccino. Asks, if you cared at all, what episode of the Flintstones do you think I should watch? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. My brother, my brother, may kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. This is NASA. Uh, I see a flat Earth, but we should lie to everybody about it and say it's round. 10-4. Maximum Fun brings you the latest podcast, an expose on the flat Earth. I want to take advantage of humankind and make them believe a lie so that they will trust us with the government. It's all an elaborate lie. And when you get on a plane, they purposefully fly you farther than you need to go. It's disgusting. It needs to be stopped. And if you listen to Ono, Ross, and Carrie, we will tell you the truth behind the lies. Just kidding. We won't do that. We will just tell you the truth behind the truth because what we do is we look at extraordinary claims. That's right. We've gone undercover with alternative medical treatments, fringe religious groups, fringe science claims, the spiritual paranormal. We're there to check it out and let you know what happens. Is the Queen Mary haunted? I don't know. Find out. We show up. We make friends. We learn what happens when you ask questions and we tell you all about it. And we get all that funky stuff done to us. It's Ono, Ross, and Carrie at MaximumFun.org.